Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to talk about life and in our previous episode with Natasha Marie from the UK, we've got such a wonderful talk with her about dating in pandemic because she says that it's really hard for, for her clients to date now uh, because she's a love coach and she was she's just talking about you know dating on the apps, dating uh, through Zoom and I talked about when you meet someone you ask, um, have you have you got a vaccination passport? Have you have antibodies? <laughs> Are you positive? Where have you been? Um, you know, what's your plan? And and do you social distance? Do you wear your mask? What's your opinion? You know, it's going to be harder during these times. Um, and I'd like to, the viewers to know that from this part of the world, and even from some of the data and statistics that we read. Um, uh, relationships are breaking down, uh, marriages are breaking down because of prolonged lockdown in the pandemic period because it becomes so tough and so hard to be facing each other within the four walls. So today I, I am so honoured to have two gentlemen, Ryan from Canada and Miguel from Mexico City and myself from Singapore and we're going to dive in into this uh, topic, uh, a familiar topic but yet a difficult one. And we're going to talk about some of these things that sound taboo in my part of the world because it's a very reserved uh, part of uh, the world in an Eastern culture, an Eastern society. Um, things are not usually talked about um, beyond uh, your very close girlfriends or guy friends or even not talked about at all because you're seen as desperate you're seen as, um, uh, I mean, coming into a very socially taboo topic. So today I'm just going to open up honestly to the floor, to the world, to gentlemen, uh, Brian and Miguel for some of these questions. All right. Um, and these questions are open to interpretation, right? I just want to know um, in your past experience, Brian, and you just told us that you just came out from a relationship um, tell us about that experience with the relationship and I know Miguel you actually had a relationship tell us uh, very quickly for you know like about three minutes you gentlemen um, I open the floor to you Ryan could you tell us what happened like why did it end um, I, um, I don't know just two people going separate ways um, both geographically and I don't know in their own personal lives and it's just time to go yeah, how about you, Miguel? Really cool, it's time to go. Okay. <laughs> Seems like it's a new millennium SMS text message. Okay, um, Miguel, you want to tell us? Okay, what happened? Um, well, imagine, let's put it this way. Um, I'm 32. I was married for 12 years. I had an 11-year-old girl. And there was just a moment where the relationship just started to, I don't know, to, to fall apart because of you know, there was a lot of responsibilities. There was a lot of pressures. There was a lot of stress. Sometimes the money was not coming the way we would love to. And that creates a lot of, that, that gives you a mindset that is not health, it's, it's not healthy for anybody, you know? And unfortunately that's what happened. I mean, right now I can say that we're good friends. We have a daughter in common, we have to be. Okay, I so. and because you gentlemen are millennials, right? And millennials are supposed to be people who are really honest, people who are go, 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 get your life and go, 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 go for your dreams. Go, 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 go for your goals. 
So I, I want to know Brian and Miguel, um, and you gentlemen have been, um, uh, you know, very um, successful in your careers also. Um, Brian, I've spoken to you, and Miguel, you are a very successful podcaster, and also you are, you actually is, is a founder of your own English school that really would want to be one of your Spanish students, such an interesting um, you know, teacher and principal. I would like to know, uh, you gentlemen, um, uh, I'm going to give the floor to you, Brian and then Miguel. Um, you can go deep, um, you can avoid certain uh, confidential information. Now, I, I want to know, as you reflect back to um, your relationship, two things. I want you to be honest with yourselves, okay? What do you think were the critical failure factors? Give me three. And what are the three critical success factors that you hope that the next relationship um, has it, that it will become successful? So uh, take it away. Um, let's start with Miguel. Three My God. failure first. factors first. I believe that we have, uh, in my particular case, number one was that we um, we put the other person in the pedestal, you know, like we glorified a person that we um, we never met totally until we got married, you know. We, if you're going to be with someone, you have to be 100% um, sure that this is a person that you like to be, not because you are, you know, with the feeling, ah, oh, I'm in love with this person. Oh, everything is beautiful. Uh, life is awesome and whatever. Be because you don't, you need to get to know the person. You definitely need to, to know this person and you have to understand it. You have to feel sure, you have to feel safe. You don't have to feel like you're being dragged into something that you're not, because that's what happened to me. So that's the first um, factor. Second factor, Miguel. I think we are losing you. Um, Brian, what's your success? What's your critical success and critical failure factors? Okay, a critical failure factor, I think for sure, is not having a joint vision for the relationship and where it's going to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years. Um, and just not communicating that um, the second failure I think uh, communication if um, yeah if you don't know your partner's like love language or you don't communicate to her when something's bother bothering you or uh, bound to fail number three um, I guess just trust um, yeah, you have to trust them 100% if you don't um, yeah, and, and, and that often comes from, I find that if you're not trusting someone, it's usually that you're hiding something. So on the other side of trust is also um, uh, vulnerability, uh, just honesty, and yeah, so that you're not hiding anything ever. Miguel? Miguel, we're losing you. Okay, Brian, I just want to, we continue this conversation while, uh, I just want to know, um, you talked about trust, okay? Uh, Brian, you talked about trust. Um, you are in a relationship, right? You know, deep factors like trust doesn't surface until much later. 
isn't it? Um, yeah, it doesn't really surface until much later. I, I just want to know how much does uh, two factors, um, yourself and herself, um, being a person who was insecure, wasn't trusting the person, that your own self factors come into play, or the other person was not trustworthy at all because the, the person was trying to hide something, a part of history, or go into something behind your back or something. I want to know how much does that trust about your own personal factor came into play and also the other person um, you came to discover much later um, had a trust issue. Either you trusted the person wrongly or the person mistrusted you. So tell us about that, Brian. Tell us about the time when that's happened. Is that right? Yeah, how um, much does... Yeah. It's... It, it, funny because trust is something that you feel it's something that you intuitively know it's not something that someone can tell you to do like someone can't tell you to just trust this person and you'll trust them and if it's something you're ignoring um like it's like a it, like it's with you and um so yeah like if, if i've ever um avoided that realm and just not thought about do i trust this person or do i not um, and I just kind of like, I don't know, whether it's a business relationship or a, a, a friend and it just goes on longer than it. It's a lower quality relationship because you're, you're missing um, a big part of it, which is, is trust. I just want to um, know in, in your relationship, how long did you take to discover that trust issue? Um, I think you you actually learn it quick. It was within two months for sure, because it's like a subconscious thing that you pick up on, like literally just body language and, and eye okay. contact, and and you pick it up through these kinds of things. I think it's something your body intuitively knows until it becomes conscious. I, I don't know for everyone that process is probably different, but uh, intuition, but it was quite good your gut feel. Okay, so sure. Ryan, Ryan has actually um, gave us three factors. Um, trust, communication, and also having the same vision of the direction of the of the relationship. Uh, Miguel, you want to tell us a couple more? Well, I guess I have to agree with Brian on this one. I mean, um, the especially on the trust that you have for yourself. Mm, tell us. Because um, in my particular case, I would say that I. I wasn't 100% okay with myself and I tried to I tried to see this other person that I was with with the, the mother of my kid as someone that could save me. That was one of the biggest mistakes that I would have done to 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 let someone do the job that you're supposed to do for yourself. Tell us. You know? I don't understand. Wow. Now let's put it this way. Psychologically, emotionally, uh stably, I was I wasn't stable the time that I met her. I was 18 years old. I was having a lot of issues with my parents. And I met her and she gave me this sense of comfort and sense of peace, you know? And I hold on to her too much, so. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It exploded there. And I try to hold on there because, because of the sensation of relief that she gave me, you know? Mm. That was pretty much. Yeah. And that's one of the, the things that I 
I said, I don't recommend to have a relationship if you're not okay with yourself. Oh no. Okay. I've been there before. Okay, what do you think about responding to that, Ryan? Knowing yourself. Um, are you I ready? Agree. Are you I ready for agree. are you ready for yourself? And are you ready that yourself going into a new relationship? You got to know yourself, right? Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, I think for anyone in that um, who is single and is out there and knows they want need to work on themselves but are looking for a partner right now, I completely agree with Miguel um, on that note. And and just going to work on yourself is just as fun and rewarding as finding a partner. <laughs> so do, do that yeah, one before the other. And <laughs> just the right order of things. <laughs> oh, we've got two very good men here. Okay, the world, please write to Brian and please submit your application form to Miguel with all your pictures and your vital stats and your, <laughs> and your income background and your educational background to submit to Brian and Miguel, okay? The link below. Okay, I want to ask you, um, I think you have said very important things like trust about yourself and, and um, and I think both of you talked about um, coming out of a relationship. I, I just want to know um, how hard um, is it for you um, to come out of a relationship feeling okay and intact? You know, some people think like, okay, next day I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I just want to know, like, um, it's, I would like you to demystify this. You know, a lot of... Um, People think, okay, uh, women are the ones that is always the victim, right? Um, I mean, from my part of the world, you know, uh, a man seem to be not concerned about feelings. But I want you to guys to tell tell us, how long does it take for you to come out of it, Ryan? Oh my God. <laughs> um, okay, so the, there's two questions in there. How long does it take to get out of it? I think it really depends on how high your self-esteem is and if you were very dependent sure. on this person um odds are you're gonna be crushed um yeah. i think i think leaving any relationship business friend um or romantic uh, it's very important to have the belief that they're the one missing out and that you have value that they didn't realize and so let me go and express this value and like it, it, it'll, so it's, yeah, it's something like a movie around. you play in Definitely. your brain to make you feel better, right? Yeah, I mean, it's better if you like really do believe that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. But um, and if you don't like convince yourself that like, yeah, I'm, mm. I'm sure it is true. And that, you know, you are after this relationship going to be a better person because of the lessons that came from a failed relationship. Um, yeah. And, uh, and yeah. Okay, uh, Miguel. I can agree. How long did you I definitely take have to agree? To, okay, I'm very sure that you 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 did you have a talk with her, and how did it happen, and how did you just say goodbye? Miguel, could you describe to us? It was very hard for me because I, I believe that happened like two years after I broke up with her. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, making counts. Or yeah, the mathematics tell me two years. And um, it was very hard because we were very attached and close to each other. And um, 
just like I guess it has to do with the, the, the thing that I was saying before I you need to be 100, uh, 100% with yourself. You need to feel it, to have the sensation to say, you know what, I am strong and powerful enough to say, hey, who wants to be here, you know? And in that moment, I never felt that way. I guess that a couple of months before this little conversation that we're having, that's when I said, you know what, I think I'm ready for this. But it was two years after I got divorced. It was recent, I mean, it was, it was actually recent. This, this is something really, really new for me, right? Like, okay, let's get out of here. Let's let's open the shell. Let's crack it okay. up. Let's go. It took you about I don't know. Years. That's a feeling. Yeah, yeah because you have yeah. a girl and she's the mother of a um, beautiful girl that I see um, online. Yeah, there was a lot of things there. There yeah. was a lot of things. Imagine, I met her when I was 18 and I'm 32. And I got divorced two years ago, so imagine that was that is a long time. Yeah, yeah. And I want to know from a man's Absolutely. perspective, right, Miguel? Um, um, can you describe like that? There must be moments where you felt that uh, it was painful for you. How was that like that that pain situation? There must have been ups and downs that you think, okay, it's the right thing that I do, and I'm glad I've done it. Great, I'm going to move forward. There are times where you felt that, wow, you know, this is something that I, I, I felt um, there was there is hurt, there's feeling. Could you could you describe that place? Well, first of all, when you finish something like that, you feel destroyed because the first thing that uh, that I was thinking or my first thought was, what did I do? What was wrong? What 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 was my mistake you know where and one of the, that's one of the things that i i wanted to to think about in when i finished my relationship uh, two years ago it was like what was my mistake i i did everything that i could i did everything even that i was told to do i i was like a i was like a like a little puppy behind its owner you know moving the tail when they were happy even though there was not a good situation but i was there like a loyal dog that was me you know and learning that i am not supposed to be that way it has been a real hard process but i believe there is not a moment to say or when you i don't know when it comes to you there is no moment that you realize that you have you build it little by little even if you're not conscious about it, if you don't know about it, you, you just have the gut that something is changing, that your perspective is changing little by little. That's when you say, okay, this is what I did wrong. This is what went wrong. This is definitely what I wasn't supposed to do. This went okay, this went good. When you are able to say this was okay and this wasn't, that's when you say, okay, maybe you can move forward. But that process was painful. Emotionally, it was painful. Okay, I, can, can, I gotta tell you. So I can I cannot conclude that the man also go through a lot of pain, and also it was it was a, a mutual understanding that you know both of you go um, the breaking up of anything like what Brian says that even a business relationship right the good times that you've got in the past. Um, I, I I want to I want Miguel to also talk about you know this journey that you went through. It was in your head, in your mind, in the midst of you working, in the midst of you caring for your girl, in the midst of you doing your thing. How are you able to feel like 
okay, um, this part of it is going to be okay. It was tough for you. And yet going on with your professional life. I guess that it has to be the fact that I I had to set a goal for myself. First of all, I had to say, okay, I learned from my past experience. I know what it, what it's like to be in a codependent relationship. It's not healthy for anybody. I know what you're not supposed to do. That helped me to say, okay, I have to start working on this, this, this. Like, for example, uh, taking care of myself doing things that I never thought I would do. For example, opening my, my small company, my small school was something extremely new for me, you know, because I was always depending on someone is going to give me a job. Nobody's giving jobs right now. So you have to create it on your own, especially in these times. So I said, well, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. What the hell? I'm not, it's not that I'm going to lose anything. You know, when you dare yourself to say, okay, boom, I can do this. I'm in the right moment to say, yeah, let's go for it. I don't need anybody. I can do it on my own. What about Brian? Have you got anything to say about when you reflect back on your relationship? Was there anything that you think you learned from that you never grown had? It? Yeah, grown out of it and something that you feel that you have grown, you have developed yourself. And then you're, you, when you go into a new relationship, you're going to take some of these learning experiences. What what are those if you reflect back? It'll probably be the three failure um, tests that I gave earlier. I didn't know those things before. <laughs> um, and those are probably right. the reason that the, the relationship failed. The, the, lack, the lack of a shared vision, the, the communication and the trust. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and then, you, and, and yeah. after moving on from one, I, just to... Just to add to what Miguel said, I completely agree. It's so important for a man to set goals and hit goals, no matter how small or, or whatever, but like, um, it just, it helps build self-esteem so much for men, probably for women as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, yeah. And I, and I hear from Ryan about self-esteem. I mean, that is so, that is such a big thing, right? If someone walk out of you, right? Whatever, it's like either walk out of you or you walk out of it for whatever reasons, that, that part of you is so broken, right? Like you're so crushed. Sure. It's something oh. you have to get over. Something that you have to pass through. I mean, yes, in that moment you feel like crap, but it doesn't mean that you have to stay like that forever. Yeah. So I, I want to know, like, for Brian and Miguel, um, when do you think you are ready to come out the of that? Of, that the time of the meeting. Okay. When are you um, able to walk? out of it to move into a new relation when are you when do you when, what time what is the time frame what's the goal of this time frame that you think okay I've assessed the past relationship I've assessed myself I think I'm ready for myself that I'm a better person now to go into a new relationship how long do you all give each other is there a time frame I uh, I think it really everyone would be different because I think even some people while they're in the relationship, <laughs> realize that.